Are you ready? Here we go. Test one, two, test one, two. I feel like I'm bouncing from cloud to cloud. Wow, we're ridiculous. So stay tuned. I like what we're doing. Or don't. Oh, that might be my favorite thing to ever happen. <laughs> Is this not the coolest <laughs> thing you've ever heard? Well, how about this? Yes. Hold up. It's the Pepper and Dylan After Show Show Podcast. Welcome to the After Show Show. Today is July 7th. Thank you so much for joining us. Subscribe, rate, and review. Snake. There you go. Sneaky Subscribe, snake. rate, and review. Please and thank you. Speaking of uh, snakes, uh, I got this sent from me from my friend. Is it Inside the Strawberries? Sharon. Inside the Strawberries? Yeah. Is there snakes I and strawberries? I think I want to hear more about that first. What do oh, you mean? I thought that was the picture that went viral yesterday. What? That someone got I, no, the I didn't uh, hear any of this. snake inside of the strawberries delivered. What? No, it was like go. in the grocery store. That's all it was. In town here? Locally within, I don't know, 600 kilometers. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's just a. It's Robbie, just a look that story thing. up, can you please? I'm looking what at are you it talking now. about? This is a snake inside of Like a... in one of those like plastic containers, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the pint containers that you get? Yeah, it, it had a plastic covering on it and the snake was in it. So maybe was, it wasn't around here. What grocery store? Was it a fruit, mar- like a, a roadside market or no, was it a, no, a no, grocery it like a, store? Yeah, it could be making it all up, you know? What kind of snake? Um, I, th- I think a, a gardener one. A gardener, a gardener, a gart, a garter, a garter, a garter snake. snake. I was a garter. A garter snake, yeah. Robbie, what do you have? Uh, nothing pops up immediately. Uh, it could have been this an old the picture. It could have been an old picture, but there's the picture. Oh God! Oh God! Aww. He was <laughs> no, hungry. I mean, aw. I get it. It's a harmless. Garden I see it snake, on Reddit here. It might be from I'm, I'm, BC, Canada is where it comes from. Jeez. Well, the B, okay. So 600 kilometers. Eh, give or take. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Not really. You could see it so easily. Like you hear the stories about like the banana spiders in the banana. That's scarier. That does freak me out. Well, they're, they're all scary. When you get something that's not what you expect in your fruit, it's scary. No, not really though. I think I would rather have bugs in my fruit and, and uh, pests in my fruit knowing that it's like real and not just like so chemical. But why is a snake in strawberries? Because they're delicious. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? They don't go together. Like a bug and a strawberry, I get it. But a snake? How did the snake end up with the strawberries? It's probably chasing something that eats the strawberries. A little mouse was in the field. And then all of a sudden got wrapped up in a a pint? That has to go through quite the process to get wrapped up like you showed me in that that brown Mm. cardboard container with a plastic wrap over top of it. It's not like that just happens immediately. Maybe that's why they put the plastic wrap on top is because the snakes keep getting in. That's the whole reason behind it. I don't know. <laughs> it's very possible. Uh, what did your friend show you? What was this? Uh, this is Australian man bitten by python in during, the junk during visit to the toilet. Yeah, sixty-five-year-old man fe- felt a nip in the genital area shortly after sitting on the toilet at his home in Australia. See, these are the things we don't have to worry about here. A one-point-six meter or five and a half foot python during an early morning visit to the bathroom uh, say that he felt a nip in the genital area shortly after sitting on the toilet at home. And uh, let's see, the snake apparently had escaped unnoticed from the apartment of the man's neighbor. It was not immediately possible to figure out how it escaped and how it got into the toilet, but police said it may have made its way through the drains. Interesting. Keep yeah, yeah, that of course. in mind when you live in an apartment building, you never know what your neighbor or what somebody below you or above you might have, and it could creep up through your drains. Sadly, in the news, that's not the worst part about living in an uh, apartment building oh, lately. Yeah, this, right? this uh, uh, building in Miami that right? just mm-hmm. fell. I got so scared from that story. Not once in my life have I ever thought about a building falling while I'm in it. I know. Until I heard this story. Like, was it an apartment building or an office? I like think condo. like a condo yeah, building. Yeah, condos? Yeah. And it, it just collapsed? Yeah. 
That's what it looks like. Put I mean, what I heard into it. was what I heard because it was near the ocean is that some of the salt water got into the concrete and rusted the rebar. So they just the rebar snapped, which helped it collapse. That's one one thing I heard. Isn't that something that's going to happen in all situations though? In any like uh, seaside, yeah, any coastal yeah. areas. Well, scary. Isn't Miami going to be gone within the next couple decades? Where is it going? Uh, in the, the sea, under underneath the water, well, no. through Atlantis. <laughs> yeah, no. Really? Miami, Vancouver, isn't it all well, many coastal cities? I mean, have you ever thought when you're staying in a hotel, like let's say you're on the 19th floor, or like I lived in Vancouver on the water on, on a, in a 19th floor apartment? I have often thought never once thought about it until I heard this story that at any time, I mean, we're putting a lot of faith in construction and engineering folk, aren't we? No, see, that I are, that our home won't fall. When I moved to Toronto for the first time, because I come from small town, very, mm-hmm. very small, 5,000 mm-hmm. people when I was growing up to uh, lovely Toronto, which had more than 5,000. A few more. Yeah. I think that the apartment building there is in might have had close to 5,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so when I moved there. <laughs> That's culture shock. Yeah. Um, the weirdest wildest thing ever and I just didn't know what to do because um, I, I needed to get an apartment and I didn't really know like I was so new to everything in life I lived at my parents basement and then I needed to all of a sudden get an apartment and I didn't know how to get an apartment and I also didn't I, I didn't have a ton of money to get an apartment right. so I, I thought well how the hell am I going to get an apartment and just so happened the guy's position I was taking over for his name was Justin he was leaving and he had an apartment right across the street from where uh, work was okay, so I said, "Well, I'll, I'll, sure, I guess I'll take your apartment." It helped him out, and it also made it so I didn't have to do any of the things like I don't know, find an apartment. Right. So on move-in day, I just said, "Yeah, I'll take it." On move-in day, he moved out. I moved in. I hadn't even seen the place yet. I just said I would take it because he said like it was it was relatively cheaper uh, rent, and it's something I could afford. On move-in day, I found out I was on the 18th floor, mm-hmm. 15th or 18th. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so I get to the apartment and I'm looking around and there's windows facing out and that's it. And I just sat there and I thought, oh my God, like if anything happens, there's nothing. Not much you can do. Literally would be jumping 18 floors. So I either jump to my death or burn. <laughs> and I thought that's not good. It's a crappy options. And so never again did I ever want that. When you think like, and same with us, Robbie, when we lived on the yeah. uh, 20 whatever floor. I think it's 21st. They didn't have an option. The site of Taco Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. There was yeah. no get out of jail quick card. That's true. I or didn't a ladder think of that. Or anything. Right. You haven't thought of that before, Robbie, until no. now. You no. thought about it all the time. Oh my God. It was so scary because it came from a small town. I never yeah. had to, like, I just thought like every day, like if, you know, when the alarms go off in apartment buildings, a lot of people just stay in their apartment because it's such a false alarm. Yeah. I was first one down every time. Yeah. I was like standing there every really? single time. First Get on one that down. elevator before it doesn't work anymore. Absolutely. It was just like running down the stairs. I would never miss one of the fire alarms. And I hear people all the time going like, ah, it's not burning. I take my time. Never. Oh my God. So yeah, th- this is now happening where buildings are collapsing. Hell no. I wouldn't, I, you couldn't catch me living in a building again. It never dawned on me. And even when I lived in Vancouver, um, I remember sitting in the office of the radio station that I worked at and I was sitting in the program director's office and I noticed on his, cause he had like a corner office and there were uh, beams in the shape of X's across every, you know, every eight feet or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I said, what the hell? That's weird. You know, like, why are they there? And he said, well, that's earthquake protection. <laughs> reinforcements for earthquakes and it never dawned on me oh my god i now live in a town susceptible to the big one right and i still didn't think about it and we got a place on the 19th floor on the ocean oh wow 
and there was an earthquake. Now, it was an earthquake in Seattle. I don't know if you remember the Seattle earthquake. It was big news where we were. Mm-mm. And uh, we were driving at the time, my co-host and I. And uh, so we didn't feel it. But when we got back into Vancouver from where we were driving from, I mean, the power had gone out. And in our building, which was older, where Kristen and I lived, the power went out for several days on the 19th floor. And she said she could feel the building swaying. And, she, and we found out that they're designed to sway. Yes, to absorb the shock of the earthquake. That's part of the that plan. The first of all, I don't know what degree you need to figure that out. <laughs> that it's okay for a building to sway during an earthquake. <laughs> you got to be good at something. But she said the building was swaying yes. and then the elevators went out, which was more nuisance than anything. So for the next handful of days, we had to go up and down 19 floors because the power was out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the hell with living on a tall in a tall building. The view yeah. isn't worth it. No. Well. The hassle? Yeah, Robbie, like right now where you live, what happens if there's a fire and you can't get out of your building? Like you have to jump? Yeah, but I, my, they, I'm on the top floor and it's only five floors. So it's not the, it's Five not floors worst. of jumping isn't, that's, a, that's enough. I think I would just like scurry down the drain pipe. <laughs> Honestly, I would. I would or, or like go from balcony to balcony. Like swing under the balcony below You're not me. Batman, Robbie. In times <laughs> it of looks tr- a lot harder than, or I, be, I imagine it's a lot harder than it looks. It would be, but I think it's it's it would save me from dying. It's I your think. only option, I guess. Yeah. yeah, at that point. Oh, that's all that. It just scares me. It does, but yeah. I went on a date with a girl, and and she had a second floor. I said, oh, second floor, like a second floor apartment. She's like, yeah, that's as high as I'll ever go because yeah. I think I can jump and survive. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Jump and survive. If there's a tree you can catch on your flight down, yes. that's then it. it's Just worth it. Second floor. Other than that, no thank you. Not anymore. No thank you. Uh, Kristen's uh, billionaire friend, my ex-wife's billionaire friend, who's a true billionaire, uh, she has a penthouse, con- in fact, I think she might have sold it, but a, a penthouse townhouse. Uh, in one of the high rises in Vancouver, and that's just where she goes on weekends. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! I'm yeah. telling you, these people no doubt, <laughs> right? the amount of money. That, anyway, and but she's got her own private uh, elevator in, that go, oh, comes like a that dream. opens up into her, her place. I would love. Like, that. There's no hallway or anything. It just opens up, and that's like her front door is the elevator. Yikes! And it were it's like fireproof and earthquake proof and everything, so it always functions. And it's on a generator and the whole deal. So her elevator always works. And it takes her down to her own private garage in the building. Wow. Yeah, that's different kind of money. She doesn't have to hobnob with anybody. Not at all. Right? And I don't know what store that floor must be, like 40th floor. Or f- I mean, it's way the hell up there. Yeah, but if I, so if I'm a billionaire yeah. and I have a 40th uh, story uh, apartment. Go to the roof and take the helicopter. Well, or mm-hmm. I, like I have guaranteed, I'm a billionaire, I have uh, uh, backpacks with the uh, parachute. parachute. Parachute, absolutely. Well, They're sitting said, there right by the side. You've said that about airplanes in the past. Mm-hmm. Right. I'd pay whatever for the ticket if it had a parachute. Yeah, why wouldn't they? I don't understand it. <laughs> I think the chaos of getting it into 300 people or 200 people off of a flight at the same time with parachutes. Yeah. It might be, be, it'd, yeah, it'd be mayhem. Might be problematic. <laughs> However, so is dying. <laughs> right. I just think that I like if for my carry on, if it could be, be a parachute, parachute. that's I not would a do terrible it. idea. I just think that maybe that's something we like, look into. What else are you carrying on that's as important as a parachute? Nothing. On a plane? Toothbrush, parachute. That's it. That's all I need. Okay. And tuck it into mm-hmm. my parachute. It would be quite like, yeah, I'll pay for extra luggage if you pay, uh, if you provide me with a parachute. What do I need a flotation device for? Sorry, Hell that's no. after we crash. I want something before <laughs> yes. we crash. Exactly. I I really think it's a it's something. 
Does, they, they, that's how they get you. And by, yeah, how much is a parachute? And what, how is a flotation device uh, going to help you if you crash into the side of a mountain? It's not. Those are the other. That's yeah. not going to happen. Oh, great! My seat floats. Fantastic. Well, <laughs> most of like most of the world is water, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, and they so try to crash into the ocean. Like, yeah. That's their plan. But when yeah. I'm flying to Toronto, I know that I'm. I'd rather have Land. a parachute than a uh, floating device. Parachute. Yeah, like, I'm not. I don't want to jump out of a plane ever. But if the option is crash and jump out of a plane, I'm going to give it a shot. Like, I'm going to try, I think. Uh, I want to spend a quick second complaining about the good shoppers at Costco, and I hope we can reach a lot of them. Some of you are assholes. What? And wow. I've got, no, it, it's got to change. It's Costco more than any other grocery store or shopping center. It is Costco where you believe your membership entitles you to not put your cart back. It's Costco it's more $50, than- $50. $50 a year. It's it's but it's Costco more than anybody else. Yeah. Have you noticed that? I know you routinely go to Costco. I was there yesterday. Yeah, so I so I always do the hack everywhere I go. I do the hack and the hack is I always park, park next, next to the to cart. Yeah, the yes. cart thing. Absolutely. I don't care how long of a walk it is. So that's what I always try to do. Uh I I return my cart 98% of the time. Why not 100, Dylan? Cuz my dad did it the other day. And he, he returned the card. No, or he, he didn't, didn't return oh. the card. And I wasn't going to yell at my dad. Oh, you got to scold people for doing that. We I, should I call would. people Not out. Not my There's dad, though. That great Instagram page, sure, Instagram account for it called Cartnarks, mm-hmm. which I watch. And that guy's got <laughs> just the balls of yeah. steel it's to funny. walk up to people who don't put their cart back. Because you know you're dealing with a special kind of ignorance uh, when you're approaching people who don't put their cart back. They already don't give a bleep. But they have cart people doing that job, no, right? No, I did it. And you know what? They have other jobs to do. No, this is part of their duties. Just taking them. It's Carts. not part of their duties. It, you know what? Make everybody's job easier. Like, what if I put... put I, I don't know. No, but it's part of their job. That's why they're getting paid. I, yeah, but no, they're getting paid to do hundreds listen, of different things. Sure, to lug things almost, out for people. To do all that sort of stuff. It'd be like peeing all over the floor in a, in a public bathroom. Yeah, and saying, well, yeah. someone's going to clean it up yeah, for me. Yeah, that's right. No, Thank no, you, no, no. Because they have to bring the carts in no matter what. If you want to get rid of carts altogether and then bring them back into the store so that they don't have to have a cart person, it's, then maybe it's that makes sense. much more convenient for them if they're all... Sta- like, do your part, you know? I don't know why this bothers you so oh, much. Oh, God, it is... I, I don't know if it's my number one pet peeve, but I it's think it close. A cigarette butts out the window is a pet peeve mm-hmm, of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be parked behind a, or driving <clears throat> and stopped at a red light or something behind a car. And they'll be smoking, you know, with their window down and their arm out and you can see their cigarette. Yep. And I have to intentionally go somewhere else because the rage that I'll feel if I, if by chance I see them flick a cigarette butt out the mm-hmm. window, would you, and I would never have the courage you have had in the past, Dylan, to accost somebody for doing that. Mm-hmm. Which again, I mean... I don't know how you did that. Because it, it makes me that it? mad You've as well. You've done it several times or just the one time? Yeah, one, one time in front of Earl's and one time in front of uh, a show home where, where we had to go meet with the guy that I yelled at, which yeah. was very awkward. Yeah. <laughs> that was the guy showing you the show home. Yeah. was the guy that threw flicked the cigarette butt out the window and yeah. you flicked it right back at him. Yeah. Which is uh, awesome when you do it. I mean, it does I, feel I, good. A badge to you for doing that. I could never do that. Robbie, could you do that? Uh, I don't have the same drive as Dylan, mm-hmm. but I, I do get mad. So I think one day, I, if I see someone do it enough, I might. Well, with all these forest fires in BC, I heard a stat the other day that I, like a, a, a very large percentage of them are man-made, are, are human error, human yes. caused. Yes. Right? They're not just natural forest fires. They're by. Right. So it's even a bigger deal now. Or whatever we're doing, right? Mm-hmm. But I think carts, here's what I saw yesterday, and this is just why I wanted to bring it up quickly. 
There were, okay, so you've got the bin or the whatever, the, uh, you know, the spot the, where the you- The corral? The corral where you push the carts into. Now, it's one thing to have your carts at Costco, especially where there's that gap in between the parking spaces, like between the cars front facing each other. There's like that gap, and a lot of people think that's an okay place to put their carts. Mm-hmm. But it's an entirely different thing to put your cart next to the cart corral in the parking spot. You are next to the cart corral. Mm -hmm. There were three carts just outside of the cart corral taking up a parking spot when the cart corral is immediately to the right of that spot. (laughs) What on earth is preventing you from just pushing it three feet over? You never know what What kind of reason. What is stopping somebody from doing that? I would say... Give me one justification to do that. Just one. I don't don't really have a good one. There isn't one. No. You mm. put your cart beside. It's right. It's right there. You can just, there, and it's in. Unless what? there were too many carts when they went there. Too many carts. There were they carts collapse. were sticking out. They, oh, and, and well, that's another thing. When you put your carts in, push it into the other cart. Don't just launch it in there and think, well, if it's crooked, somebody else will take care of it. Order. Yeah. Is oh, it man. that hard to have a Jeez. little social order? It is disrespectful. Thank you, Robbie. Yeah. I just I look at it from the other side. Like you don't know what the people are going through. Could be a new mother. They just have a, had a new baby. They put the new baby in. They don't want to walk 25, 30 steps away from the new baby, leaving it in the car by itself. Don't bring your baby to Costco then. <laughs> All right, fair. Carry your, push the baby in the cart to the car corral, take the baby out, and, yeah. and, and go back That's to the car. That's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. You can't use that as an excuse. Why? It's not my fault they had a baby. That's that's the thing. It's not your fault. They made, that they're they made their problem someone else's problem, and that's not really fair. It's just rude. It's just, like I don't know why it impacts me so much. Really, because there are other carts. <laughs> like right. I, yeah, I I don't like I. I'm not. So gonna do you s- clear the dishes off of the table when you're at a restaurant, or do you let someone else do that for you? Let someone else do that. For oh, me. interesting. <laughs> that you would let someone else do that job. <laughs> That they're getting paid to do is weird. I I'm not okay with any of it, but I'm more okay with those who put the carts in between the cars, like in that in that void space. I think that's more of a pain in the butt for the person. Oh, it, oh, the it carts, absolutely is. Right? The ones that just drive me insane are ones that leave it in the parking spot. And that's so, like, thing. you go, oh, there's a great parking spot, but it's got one or two carts yeah. in well, the middle of it. Go grab like, the carts. What, then. Oh, so I got to park my car. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the lake, because I want to park there, mm-hmm. get out and grab the carts, push them into a cart corral, come back to my car, and then drive in so I have a parking spot. That would be, or you could go further away. It's and just, find well, a and that's spot. what I ultimately end up doing. You no. see this sweet spot, you're like, oh, this is a perfect spot. Mm-hmm. Like the spot I saw yesterday was right next to the cart corral. Yeah. My, they, like you, a good light of life I act love like it. you share, right? I love it. But it was full of carts next to the cart. I'm sorry. I just, to me, I hear you. that is, that's as bad as it gets. That's almost that's that is worse as not signaling right. No, there are people somebody... who kidnap kids. Okay, ah. that's yeah, that's Yikes. okay. There are different levels, Dylan. <laughs> okay, just saying that that's worse in my mind. Maybe not yours. The carts are the worst for you. I just think well, kidnappers are worse. A lot of people agree with you because his his uh, YouTube is pretty popular. The cart narcs, yeah, cart narcs, yeah, and it's funny. I mean, you just have to have a level of social disrespect that is off the charts. Oh, like entitlement. Like, yes. oh, someone, it's not my problem. Someone else will do it. It is your problem. Mm. Well, but the, it's not. You had to the, go the get problem. the cart. You can put the cart back. Yeah, I agree. But it, it, there's no consequence, right? He's so angry. It does make you angry. That, well, that's why they know. invented the dollar back, which also makes me mad. I don't want to pay a dollar for a cart. You got to get one of those coins on your keychain. I know. I don't want. To, I don't have a keychain, so I don't want to have the coin. What do you mean you don't have a keychain? I don't have a keychain. 
What do you have? Just a bunch of loose keys rattling around in your pocket? I don't pocket? have any keys. I don't carry keys. You don't have a single key? No. You have you your know. little car fob. That's it. And no keys? Not a single one. I don't carry keys. I don't believe in them. How do you get uh, into your house? I uh, hope that my door's open when I get there. <laughs> do you have one of those little number keypads? Yes. Yeah, but those freeze up. What if the battery dies? I know. I've thought about this before. Mine freezes up every winter. It's but a real I, piece of junk. I, I think about it often, and then I think, well, I am in my car, and I could drive to go get batteries. So that's a... And I do have a garage door opener. Right. Yeah. 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 So I don't carry keys, though. I don't believe in them. I think keys are just a waste of time. They poke you. I don't want them. Uh, I want them in my pocket. Don't want to have to look after them. And I definitely don't want to lose them. At my first job, one of the seasoned veterans doing the afternoon drive show at uh, CFRV The River 107 FM in Lethbridge Mm -hmm. once told me that you can determine a man's wealth and success in his life by how few keys he has on his key ring. Is that how it works? Yeah. So am I considered wealthy or not? Yeah, the less keys you have, the more, I guess, uh, the better off you are in life. Yeah, the better you you lifestyle keys. you're living, I guess. Yeah, I, the, I don't know why he came to that, but that was always his belief. Yeah, I, do you, why? Do you have a ton of keys? Like, what do you have? Yeah, I've got a bunch of keys. For what? I've got my car key, yeah. the fob, and the car key in case the fob doesn't work. Yeah. What do you mean? You have a car key separate of, I don't even have a car key. My well, car, it's like the emergency never- key if the fob doesn't work. If the fob well, doesn't work, I, want to do I don't have a car. Be at a exactly. mall or something and try and get into my car, and the fob went dead, and I don't have a key to get into my car. Well, then you just go get a battery for the fob. I think these are special but, order. I, mean, I don't think you can just go to. Uh, you have to walk. Yeah. How would you get the battery if you? Well, don't he have said the he was key. at the mall, didn't he? Okay, let's say I'm not. At, let's say I'm in the desert. Oh, okay. Okay, in the middle of nowhere. Right. I went cactus hunting. Did nice. you? Nice. Okay. Yeah, I've and done I could, that. I couldn't find it, and my fob dies. Oh, boy. Right? Yeah. Can't get into my car, and it's hot. Yeah. It's, I'm in the desert. Yeah. It's hot. I'm getting hotter and hotter. Well, I'd smash my window. And I got my, my hands are full of cactus. It's starting to hurt. I got to put them in the trunk. Ow, the needles. Wouldn't the best place to have the spare key of your car is inside your car then? Well, how am I going to get in the car? Smash a window. I'm not smashing my window. It's if my car. If you're in the cactus and, and the, it's hot in the <laughs> desert, wouldn't you smash your window? Desperate yeah. times, maybe. That's what this is, desperate time. So you're saying yeah. that if the battery on my fob dies, the best thing to do is keep the backup key in the car. That's where I would keep it. It's a good idea. So that I can access the key. Where else would you need that key? Well, I need it on the outside so I can get into the car. Smash but if I smash window. the window, what do I need the key for? I'm in the car. Well, you got to turn the car on. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, That's the thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you don't have a ring of keys? You don't have anything? Nope. Like There's no jingle? Nothing? No. This is all I got right here. What about what a mail it? key? How do you get your mail? Yeah, okay, you never so get your fob. mail. That's it. Just a fob. Okay, so, one, so I keep that on my keys. That's it. That's all I keep. But you don't have any keys attached to it? No, because I don't have anything to open. Well, what? now you've got plenty of room mm. for the coin thing. <laughs> I don't want to keep it. Got him, Ronnie. The Pepper and Dylan Show. Uh, how much for a parachute? Uh, on the low end, $2,500. Dylan? No, oh, I nah. would I would invest twenty five hundred dollars if they let me take that, it on the planes. That's a, that's a low end one. You might want to invest a little more. Nah, if the plane's going down, I, I low end's good enough. Let me ask you this: <laughs> If you've got a parachute and you're the only one on the plane smart enough with the foresight to spend twenty five hundred dollars on a parachute, mm-hmm. would you allow somebody to grab onto you or latch onto you? Bigger or smaller than me? Little smaller. I'd take a child. You wouldn't take another adult. Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. If the three of us. Would you let us hang on to you? No. Why? Because well, I don't know if it will work with it's all our of our It's our job to weight. hold. It's our. You don't have to hold us. We'll hold you. It's I know, our job. We, if we slip, it's our our bad. Our oh fault. yeah, that, okay, that's well, fine. You have straps. We will each. You bring the twenty five hundred dollar parachute. Yeah. Robbie and I will bring the straps and carabiners. Uh, I just no because uh, okay, but well, then you have to agree to this. Yeah. So if the chute opens and it's struggling, mm-hmm. I get to cut cut the. 
the carabiner off. Who do you cut first? Probably you because you weigh more than Robbie. <laughs> it's By do. 10 pounds. Yeah, but 10 15. pounds may make 10, the difference. 15. It says here, most skydiving... Yeah, uh, if 10 pounds makes the difference, cut him loose and you, you're fine. Yeah, if it's but, only 10 pounds, it makes a difference. Yeah, but I'd cut you because you weigh more. And I just said it's, it's a better way to do it, I think. Because there's less... Robbie, tell you what, we'll cut him. <laughs> we'll grab your backpack. See you later. Oh, now I'm not taking either of you. Oh, see, that's damn why. It. See, shouldn't have said why. Anything. I'm not going to take you. Okay, there's a kid. Yes. A baby. Okay. Woman turns to you and says, please save my baby. Yeah. But then on your other side, there's a woman that says, please save my baby. Two babies? Yeah. I think I could do two babies. Three. Oof. Can't do you three can, babies. You can no. take three babies. Because what if you drop one? I feel how too do much. You, okay, but I, what I'm doing is putting you in the position of how do you select the baby? Which baby would I and select? And how do you look that the other baby one. and that mother and that other... <laughs> <laughs> how do you look that other mother in the eye and mm-hmm. say, I'm sorry, I'm taking this baby. It's cuter. I wouldn't pick based on cute. Okay, what would you pick based on? Uh, Size? Yeah, you want like the smaller baby? The smaller baby, well, probably. Here's the thing, though. So it's saying here that the weight limit for a tandem passenger is approximately 250 pounds for men. So you can assume that if there's two people with the tandem on the same parachute, 500 pounds. Yeah. So you can you can carry enough babies. Like, babies don't weigh that much. Yeah, but I know, he, he, he takes all the babies. He doesn't have a bunch of hands. That's Tie the them problem. together with something. Yeah, he's got to pull the ripcord, too. Remember that. Yeah, yeah I need a free hand. I don't. I, you I, could I, only take one baby. Dylan, what an awful position you're in. Yeah, but one baby gets to live. That's but the bad. other baby dies. I know, but that's how not on me. How do you pick? I, I don't know how to pick the right baby. I honestly don't. I don't know what baby. Like, it would have to speak to me in the moment. They don't speak. <laughs> No, but the, <laughs> I I don't know the baby that the, the it's got to be the better looking baby. You can't pick the better looking. You got to take the cuter baby. Put the ugly one out of its misery. I think the Aww. younger one, the one that's had less life. Why to give it more life? Yeah, they're babies. They, I mean, what do you? How old is your baby? Six months. How old's yours? Six and a half months. Ah, oh, sorry, this yes. one's younger. You would, this we, is this one's had less life, less life experience. There has to be a metric, and that's the way I'm going to choose mine. Twins. Lady has twins. You can only take one baby. Ooh, one nearest you. I guess. Yeah. Are they identical? Yeah. Hmm. What does that matter? Well, because if they weren't identical, then you maybe it's different, right? Then you can pick based on something different. Okay. Like I probably pick the, the better girl. looking baby. No, I pick the girl How over come? the guy. Why? I don't know. I think it's like the manly thing to do. Pick yeah, a, pick the girl. Save a girl, the, baby. Always save the girl. That's just how my head works. I, She's I would not always a damsel in distress. Oh, it's a little it's, baby. It's a baby in distress, though. Well, they're both babies in distress. I know, but that's why you're I, picking the girl, baby, just based on the fact that it's a girl. Yeah. You were about to pay, pick them based on how it looked. That's right. Ugly baby stays. Sorry, baby. Oh honestly, I honestly would pick which one if, if, if it was quietest on the plane because I would be very mad. Some babies make me mad on planes. It's going to scream. It's flying through the air. It's true. Yeah, but that's all. I, I that's how I do it. Okay, what about this one? So you're you're, you're, you're <gasps> which one had a dry diaper? Ah, that, well, that's also going to change. <laughs> Right? Yeah. <laughs> but at least we're starting from a good spot. Okay, what about this? You're on a plane, all right? And you're you're flying to wherever you're flying. And um, Can we be going to Italy? I want to go to Italy. We're going to Italy. So okay. are we go, well, the parachute's not going to help you over the Atlantic Ocean. Well, we, we're, we're already there. Okay. You're, okay, you have a parachute. The parachute is going to save you. That's all we know, okay? And the whole flight, and it's a long flight and it's an annoying flight, but the whole flight, 
there's a kid, a toddler, not a baby, a mm-hmm. toddler, who's in the seat either in front of you, always staring at you and annoying the hell out of you. I don't or, mind the stare. Or behind you and always kicking. Oh, don't that's the worst. Yeah, is no. that worse? Okay, so the baby, the toddler, is behind you kicking your seat the whole flight. Yeah. And then the mom says, save my toddler. No way. Yes, I would. No. I would grab the toddler and halfway through, I'd drop him. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> that's that's it with the ultimate revenge. Try kicking now, buddy. <laughs> That way, then mom thinks everything's going to be okay. You like flapping your arms, huh? <laughs> Aw, that's just so mean. It does sound horrible. But Maybe I wouldn't do that. Okay. So, but yeah. I, do, I do not like getting kicked, and I, I hate the parents that think it's funny. Yeah. Like, like when, 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 you're, when you turn around and the kid's kicking and, and they think it's cute, that they're like trying to play peekaboo or whatever they're trying to do with you, mm-hmm. you're like, this isn't cute. Not for me. Not for anyone. Watch your kid. Yeah. It, it's the worst. Which I can't imagine it being fun to be a parent on a flight, though. That's got to be one of the worst well, things Well, that's the, the one thing I learned, um, because pre-having children, I would get annoyed at the kids that cried the whole flight. Mm-hmm. Once I had a child, I felt bad for the parents of the kid who cried the whole flight. My annoyance went out and my sympathy came in. Right. right. Yeah, Robbie's got zero of that. No. Zero tolerance for a crying child. No, or I just, I will, I'll be happy if I never have to get on a flight ever again. It's it's crying babies, kicking toddlers, drunk people, business associates talking behind you loudly. Like it's just, I just hate it altogether. There's no part of the flight. I would that save any likes. of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> would you ever, Dylan? Yes. Okay. Would you ever give your parachute to someone else? Uh, give my parachute to someone else? <sighs> no. You're on a flight with your dad. Life experience. He's had more life experience. He deserves to go down with the plane. Mm, yeah, I don't. I don't. You offer I, it because there's no way your dad would take it. No, that's true. But you offer it. We would fight. We would. Yeah, you offer it knowing that they won't take it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You hedge your bet yeah. a little bit. Yeah, like, okay, I'll offer it to this person because they'll refuse. Yeah, I think if I had kids, it would be a different story. But as a single uh, adult, I don't think there's very many people I'm giving it to. So you wouldn't give it to a mom with with a newborn baby or a pregnant mom. Mm, that makes me a bad person if I don't. It sure does. So does dropping a child because it was kicking the back of your seat. No, that's a lesson. Okay. <laughs> it is a lesson. <laughs> they got to learn somewhere. If their parent didn't want to teach them, I will. Okay. Uh, I don't. I. I. If we're being as honest as possible in that hypothetical situation, I don't think I do. I think I. I take it. I think I'm pretty selfish I, that way. Yeah. I don't know. I. Just, I would honestly just grab as many babies as I can. And hold on to as many babies and toddlers. Because yeah, worst you case, you draw the ripcord, Robbie. Dude, what did you say? Worst case, you drop one. Yeah, but that's a, it's They're a true die statement. Anyway. Everyone's gonna die on oh. the plane. So worst case, you drop one or two. It's just like, well, Think you tried. About that haunting memory for the rest of your life. The wo- the pregnant woman, and the last thing you saw was her. Please help. And you said, see you later. Or the baby you dropped. Or the baby you refused. Yeah. It, would, it would destroy you. No, because I think you just got to get over that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like Easier I, said than done, maybe? No, I think that a little therapy, you're fine. <laughs> a lot of therapy. Maybe. And you might never be fine. Well, it's hard to say. I mean, it's everyone everyone for themselves when it comes to bringing your own parachute on the plane. So that's your the lesson for everybody. Should have brought your own parachute. Yeah, but I should have selected a, the parachute upgrade. I wouldn't be a jerk about it. If there was a parachute upgrade that you had I to would, pay for, yeah, I might then say, eh, not my fault. You should have got it. This is the insurance you're looking for, right? Like travel insurance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, it's a, that's a tough one. But I really think it should be something. Yeah, but if you if, if the plane's going down and you stand up and be like, I got a parachute, you're probably going to get beat up by a bunch of dudes on that plane. Somebody might take your parachute. Why would you announce that you have the parachute? Yeah, I'm not telling everybody. Yeah, you just got to sneak out. We see ya. Give me your babies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to jump. Oh, man. I just, and I don't want to ever be in that situation. Well, and you wouldn't know how to operate a parachute anyway. Like, you're kind of... You're free falling from an airplane, which is one of your big fears sure. why you won't go parachuting sure. yeah. or skydiving. Yeah. I mean, do, would you even know what to do? Oh, you figure it out. If you spend thousands on, on a parachute, you'll probably YouTube it. Yeah, you'd read the manual. Comes with a manual? Yeah, you'll figure out how to use it. I don't know if I'd read a manual. I spent thousands on my car. I haven't read the manual. See, but this is now I'm now I'm questioning myself, Robbie, because I bought I spent sixty dollars on bear spray recently and I don't know how to use that. <laughs> This is, I, 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 when dad and I went uh, yeah. to Jasper, yeah, I, right. I, I, I grabbed bear spray because I'm like, I need that. But like, it, it, I never thought to read the instructions prior to, and I don't think I'm going to be reading much when there's a bear in front of me. And what did you say, Robbie, when you're spraying bear spray at a bear, you have to stand still and face it? You can't uh, spray it while no, you're you running. You have to be very, you, even though you're maybe panicking and be, and be super scared, you need to make sure you know where the wind is. Because if you, you could spray it, it could just fly right back in your face. I imagine so, that. So you need to make sure if there's a bear, just get get your faculties together. Yeah, but there should be a course. Like you shouldn't be like much like a fire extinguisher. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do that either. Neither do I. Like I think that God, that, I want to though. Yes, but I think that we should start doing the Pepper and Dylan course, mm-hmm. the like like a life course. Like for example, bear spray, where people come in and go like, uh, yeah, I've never sprayed bear spray before. I'd love to know how to do it, yeah, or at least sh- make a video of Robbie showing people how to do it, or Robbie showing people how to do a fire extinguisher. Because remember, I saw that fire uh, a couple months back, that guy's house that was burning down. Yeah, I'll tell you right now. I didn't know what I was doing. He didn't know what he was doing. His house was burning down and he had a fire extinguisher in his hand. And yeah. He's trying to figure it out. He's trying to read. That's not a good time That's to be learning. literally baptism by fire. Yes. <laughs> so I think that those sort of things, we should really have some uh, how-to videos along with that skunk one. Remember, people yep. ask me all yep. the time, how do you get skunk smell out? And I always tell them, I don't know, but Robbie did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are important things it's, that we could do. good to know, right? Life lessons. Like, because right now, if you were to hand me a fire extinguisher, I would hope that that button just does what it does. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is there like a... I don't Probably know, there, a pin you have to pull. Is there like a safety? Is it like a grenade? I think so. Should know these things. Yeah. There's You're something not wrong. To put together. Yeah. Bear spray. Like, so many of us go up to the mountains. There's so... Like, mountains this year were the most popular they've ever been. Was it busy when you were there? It was. Yeah, it's been crazy, though, mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. Uh, like, everyone can't travel. And all of a sudden, like, I mean, imagine if I saw a bear, I would just, like, Dad, read the instructions. I'll entertain the bear. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> entertain the bear. I don't know. Like, these are important things that maybe we should worry That's good uh, advice. about. Come up with a list, okay. and we, we can do Robbie how-to videos. Robbie, would you be interested in doing sure. that? Sure. How to do a fire extinguisher? How to like that little bear spray? Do we have any other ones? The defibrillator. Ah, uh, yeah, that's good. Huh? <laughs> right, yeah. like how to do that? How to do, if someone's choking in front of you? How to help them? Like, there's a million things that like you just don't spring into action. Right. You, just, you just sit there and go like, ah, wish I would have learned that. Yeah, so learn it before it's too late. That's what we should do. The learn it before it's too late series. Robbie, I like it. The wheels are turning. Right? I think it's something. Uh, We have uh, 15 minutes left on this after show show because they have to come in here and install the... 
install the plexiglass into the studio to create a plexiglass barrier between all of us so mm-hmm. that we don't catch COVID. Uh, perfect timing on our company's part. Well, they were just out of supplies. They couldn't find the right materials. Well, it seems like every single in, industry right. and every, every right. everybody needs right. that stuff. So now that we are uh, wide open for the best summer ever, we're now putting plexiglass into the studios. Yeah. Is it going to be annoying to have plexiglass? I think it'll today? be different for sure. It'll. I mean, yeah. We, I'm we going to put stickers on, on my plexiglass. We rely on a lot of nonverbal communication. So I I don't know how how this is going to work, but uh, I mean, I don't know if anybody's ever seen what I see for the past fifteen years. But maybe I'll post that on Instagram. No, oh my God. this is the picture of what I again? see of uh, Dylan. Uh, yeah, for the past fifteen years, it's actually quite interesting. I think it surprises a lot of people. Okay, Dylan, and that's what I see of Dylan. All right, okay, <laughs> put that on Instagram. But uh, somebody uh, requested, uh, "Hey, are you guys on the podcast? I'm I'm trying to catch up. Why is Robbie living with Pepper, and what is mm. it like?" To live with each other. Mm-hmm. Now, Dylan, you have the best, I guess, um, insight to this because we have both, on various occasions, lived with you. Mm-hmm. Right? But yeah, have lived- I lived with the most of you? Is that how it works? Well, we've lived with you. You've never lived with us. That's true. Right? I've never lived with Robbie, but Robbie's lived with me. Yes. Robbie's lived with you. I've lived with you twice. Dylan. Right. Yeah. So. And Robbie, you've lived with me multiple times. I've lived with you twice and Pepper twice. Right. Right. Okay. So, Dylan, from your perspective, mm-hmm. what is it like to have myself or Robbie as a house guest? Oh, I've always, I, I, this question happens a lot in my life, and uh, both of you are delightful, to be honest. Robbie's a little different, uh, uh, but uh, Pepper is... Uh, he's actually one of the greatest roommates anyone can ever have. Uh, he was, he's a wonderful, uh, addition to any household. Thank you. He is a, a <laughs> I, sound like, I sound like a grandfather clock. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. No, but you really are. You're a wonderful addition to have You're you, you uh, the, the, like if you were to find the worst thing about pepper as a roommate is, uh, you like to communicate a lot and mm-hmm. it's like, you need your own time. It's harder, mm-hmm. uh, having you as a roommate, but that's like the worst. And then the, the, all the good is from everything from like chores to cleanliness, to organization, to, uh, making meals to shopping to chores but in my defense when i like to communicate a lot both times that i've lived with you have been through traumatic life experiences it's just a lot of talking <laughs> yes. it's a lot of talking right yeah and uh robbie is he's the chore king like robbie cannot sit uh, still he can't sit still but he also feels like this desperation to do things for you to make it even even mm-hmm. though like he's just living with you yeah like well, you, yeah you don't but have to i do anything it's, it's appreciated Sure, so but like, like to, you go above and beyond to do like everything. Well, I think it's pretty fair. Sure, to some degree. Oh, uh, I love living with Rob because it's like I have a staff. Yeah. Oh, full time staff, always working. Um, Robbie, not as much a, a of a talker. You'll just notice different weird things kind of around your house. Goes to bed at about six thirty every night. Uh, early Eight. to bed, uh, weird meals. Your fridge looks different. I got quail eggs in my fridge yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there's, there's always odd uh, things left out. And he carries his watermelon with him wherever he goes. Ah, it's very strange. It. He need a new one. He has a watermelon in the fridge, and then he's like, "Well, I'm going to go for the day." And he takes his watermelon with him, like he doesn't trust me with his watermelon. <laughs> oh, <I> just, <laughs> he just carried the whole watermelon. See it's you later. Season. <laughs> uh, but both of you are really, honestly, wonderful uh, people to live with. Um, Thanks, dude. W- Robbie has warned me because when he lived with you last he, he was in charge of the landscaping right mm-hmm. he is my garden boy he's my yard boy he does I, I came home the other day while we were on holidays and there was literally a tree was gone he decided to cut down a tree <laughs> it like needed a, to go yeah well, thanks Robbie <laughs> it had to <laughs> I appreciate that so, like it was you. gone and uh, so he does everything but he did warn me that he likes to water a lot 
Yeah, I enjoy he it. He likes to get that grass looking as lush as possible. Mm-hmm. He doesn't stand for grass drying out. And <laughs> even though there was kind of like a water warning in St. Albert last week, mm-hmm. he still managed to sneak some watering in. A little bit. But he said that, um, I hope you're okay with the water bill, because when Dylan got his, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't. So can you give me some idea of the water bill? Hundreds. Oh, Extra. Christ. Hundreds. Really? A month. Oh yeah, no, like so. I think my regular bill was like one, maybe one twenty ish. Yeah, and I, I honestly think it was like a five something bill. Oh no, really, Robbie? Well, but I was, I was my lawn you. has never looked better. <laughs> it was so lush. It was like I was in a jungle back oh, there. He's out there all the time, and it, it, he gets up before coming to work to water the yeah. lawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every now and again, yep, yep. When it's watering super the flowers, hot out. He's, he's, he's wonderful. He's been doing landscaping. He's putting some slate down to make a little patio for me. Like, it's amazing living with him. It's mm-hmm. like having your own landscape company. Yeah, someone recently asked me, because we were having this talk about whether you guys were living together, why don't the three of us just live together, is what they said. Wouldn't it save a ton of money if all three of you lived together? I'd consider it if it weren't for my kids. I'd absolutely yeah. consider it. Yeah, I would too, after living with both of you if guys. It was a bit like, a, uh, like an acreage compound of some sort. Yeah. It'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Look out for the future. I Show fun. Living together. Yeah. One time, my kids move, are, are all done high school in four years. Riley's done in two. Tyler's done in four. Look at that. Well, uh, she'll get out early. She's smart. I'll be available. There you go. Yeah. So uh, it's going well, obviously. Then, yeah. So, Robbie, what, how, just what's to answer, the length? Well, well, why is it that you're living with me to answer Okay, well, that it question, started just... with the fact that my condo building is under a giant, giant renovation. Mm-hmm. The exterior and the interior. They've taken away my AC. It and is noisy. Like a year or two year long it's, process. It's a right? huge, huge, huge project. Mm-hmm. And it's just disrupted my life a lot. So um, one of the biggest things for me was I hated having my cat stuck in my place all day in the dark, in the heat, in the summer. Mm-hmm. So you, uh, you said you would watch him for a while mm-hmm. to give him some relief, and he loves it there. So then it just kind of spiraled into me staying there whenever I can, and Pepper has just been so generous to open his doors and uh, lets me come and go as, as I please, I guess. Mm-hmm. So that's why I feel that, like I don't mind doing any of this landscaping and yard stuff because it's a small price yeah. to pay. Yeah, he feels like he owes me. For my freedom, and especially for Jack's happiness, because my cat... You could tell when a cat is not happy and he was miserable living in my condo. So what happens in the transition back? Well, then it'll be better for him because he can actually go on the patios. It's not going to be, the blinds aren't going to be closed all day and he'll, he's living in a dark, uh, dark hot box basically. Mm -hmm. It was just cruel to keep my cat in there when these repairs are going on. So he is loving it at Peppers. But we have, I have started the conversation and I, I don't know if Robbie's being polite or not, but I have said, Robbie, why don't you move in? Like once your apartment or your, your, your townhouse is ready to go, why not rent it out and you can stay with me? I would love to have Robbie as a forever roommate. There or at least go. so he can well, save up money and buy that ranch or that acreage that you've been dying to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be fine um, with it. Because it's shovel in the winter, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there of course. you go, work <laughs> it. Yes. Ah, it'd be easy. Um, well, I, I, it has cost me a lot of money with these repairs, so I would like to enjoy them once they're all done. Uh-huh. And it is my little sanctuary. So I, I moved there. I do love my place, but not right now. It is hell to live there for a guy like me who who likes his silence and likes to go to bed early. Yeah. So it has been kind of turmoil, but uh, it's also a lot closer to work. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? No, it's, it's like a five it, minute yeah, drive. St. Albert's a pretty inconvenient way to get down to Gateway Boulevard every morning. So staying, stay, and I love, I, I, I've enjoyed my time there, but it's an extra hour a day for me to commute. The other day I got out of my room and I think I got out of the shower, whatever. And I looked out and I saw Robbie's car on the street. <clears throat> and so I said, hey, Robbie, I just shouted in the house because we're a, we're a shouting house. 
And uh, I, I didn't hear any response, so I went downstairs, and then I'm Robbie! And then I went onto my deck. Hey, Robbie! And he just came around the corner lugging a tree. <laughs> just dragging a tree on the ground. He's like, oh, hey, how's it going? Like he's just been cleaning up the yard all day. I got. I this. love it. Like and he's and he's he's like he's got it all pretty much done. Mm. But now he's making work for himself in the yard just because he enjoys it so much. So I'm gonna let him do it. He hoses down my deck, like chipping away. He finds he makes me actually feel bad about how unkempt my life is. That's no, no, is. you shouldn't because I love I love your backyard. Yeah, it's it's very. Well, like, now he does after he fixed that. <laughs> <dump>. No, <laughs> exactly. it's all the little thing. Like it wasn't anything that needed big big. It wasn't a big job to fix anything. It's just it's. Very um, low maintenance, right. so I'm just going in there and just kind of like sprucing it up a bit, and I love that. Some of the things that Robbie has noticed about living with me, uh, the big one being the folding the other day. He noticed me folding my bed sheets, yes. and he was sitting watching the hockey game, and I had uh, my bed sheets had just been laundered, and it was time to fold them. And uh, his response, like he's just like, "Oh my god, man!" Like wait, uh, you were you were taken aback by how I fold. I couldn't. <sighs> It, I, I said it yesterday. It's like a military flag folding for each little <laughs> tiny piece. Yeah. Like he'll pillowcases the size of a handkerchief. Why are you folding pillowcases? What else are you supposed like, to do with them? He'll fold. No, he'll take a pillowcase, fold it, fold it, fold it, fold it, fold it, fold it, because you can't fold it anymore. Then he'll take a bed sheet, do the same thing, and it, it's just so try, compact. Fold, double fold, I don't understand. Fold, 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 Why fold. Why would you fold them? Put them on your bed. No, no, no. These are the backups. Why do you have backups? I've got five sets of bed sheets. <laughs> Depending on the season, what I want the color to look like. I have coverlets. I have shams. What a waste of money. I know. You but have it looks five good. sets? Yeah, of bed sheets. Yeah. I have one. They come off. I wash them. They go back on. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. I've got seasonal bed sheets. I've got warmer ones, seasonal? cooler ones. What I've got nice bright ones. I've got all white ones. Why don't you fit one? Why don't you get all season? You got all season tires, for God's sakes. I be, I don't know, because I, I like to change up the look. I like to change up the texture. And in the winter, so cool. Is that common? Is this a common thing? I think thing? a couple. Like, I, I finally got a backup set. Yeah. I, th I figured I needed it. What's the, like, what's the backup set for? When you're doing laundry. Yeah. I've probably- I mean, do the laundry and then put them back on the bed. Uh, yeah. Sometimes then, you want to change it up. Weird. The worst is when you do a load of laundry and you forget, yeah. and then before bed, you're like, oh, I forgot to put it in the dryer, and you don't have any sheets. How many yeah. things do you have going on that you forgot you put when, in a load of laundry? When I'm in HomeSense, I routinely will buy, like, uh, a new set of pillowcases. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think that's common. You don't think that's common? I don't know. I just have the one set. It, just, it seems like a waste of money, if so anything. Like we've got another Pepper and Dylan poll on our way on the live show. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, See, I didn't question that. I just questioned the how meticulous his backup sets are, are, uh, folded. It was, it was, I know I'm not doing it justice, but it was, it took him like half an hour oh. to fold these. Not even a waste of money. It sounds like a waste of time. You too. should see how I've been folding my, it's all thanks to that Instagram account, the folding lady, the way mm -hmm. I fold my underwear, my tea towels and everything. How's that tea towel system working out, Robbie? Pretty good. Uh-huh. Robbie, yep. don't fake No, this. I'm not, I'm not joking because it, oh uh, before it was just a mess in that drawer. I know. Yep. And now it's just, ooh, you go I, in and you pick I, one. I tackled it. Yeah, you can pick the towel of your choice. It's wonderful, Dylan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not all, for real. Thing. Roll them, sit them on their edge. They're all pointing upwards. You know which one you want to take. Yeah. Smart. Little. It's little changes. Don't you just want a clean one? Doesn't really matter which one. The next one. Yeah, but if you've got a pile, then you're always using the ones on top. You do the, you do the laundry. You put the clean ones. Do you put them back on top? You're never going to get to the new ones. It's a process, man. <laughs> yeah. Your head only. Right?
And now it's good streamlined. It is streamlined. I've streamlined oh, everything. You guys are starting to sound like each other. Get See? out of here. See, I'm rubbing off on I, you. I don't think I can go back to my place. What do you think of the new storage, Gosh. the new coffee storage system Nobody in the drawer? Cares. The new coffee storage is nice. I've moved yes. the tea, Dylan. The tea has gone We're to a backup. We're getting asked to leave. We're getting asked to leave. they got to put the plexiglass in. It's <laughs> yeah. a wonderful experience living with you or you. You Both of you guys I enjoyed living with. Love it. All right? It's been fun. I appreciate it. Um, so we're done. I was going to say we're not here next week, but we are here next week. So yeah, we are. will be another after show next week. Uh, thank you very much. Remember, Dylan would take a parachute instead of give it to your loved one if the plane was crashing, and he would also drop your baby just to teach it a lesson from 10,000 feet in the That'll air. show it. So, all right. It's either that or it's going to die on its own. Thank oh. you for listening to the after show show. The Pepper and Dylan Show. Weekday mornings on KISS 91.7.